Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is BBQ Big Brother Quarantine. With me as always, it's Jade. Hey guys, what's up? All right, here to do a little catch up in uh, what week is this we're on? Is this week six? Yes, I believe. Yeah, so we're going to be covering the, as I pull up the list, (laughs) the... Sorry. <laughs> the 17th and 18th episode of this, the 22nd season of Big Brother, Big Brother All-Stars. Uh, last time we recorded, we did a fun uh, live reaction to the head of household that played out on the live feeds. And then we came back and spoke about that episode, about uh, Bailey's eviction. And that's kind of where we last left you obviously a lot's happened in the house we were that was uh last thursday we recorded and now it's the following wednesday so uh this week is almost up we've had that sunday episode air the episode that normally airs on wednesday aired on tuesday this week and the eviction is tomorrow thursday so uh yeah we just need to really catch up on the state of things yeah let's do it all right um Episode 17 picks up with, for everybody that didn't watch on the live feed and doesn't keep up with the news or the social, anything like that, we got to see how the head of household competition played out. Obviously, you can't rewind the feeds, so it was another chance to see how things got played out because as we were recording, I remember especially uh, when David fell, it was out the corner of my eye that I saw his hand slip. So it was interesting to see back, like actually see things that you might have actually like blink and you miss type moments. And on top of that, to hear everybody's reaction to how it was for them on the wall. Right. Yeah, no. Um, It's one thing to like see during the live feeds, which is super cool. But yeah, you're definitely right about that. Yeah, uh, I think one of the most interesting things coming out of it, and we heard about this on the live feeds in the house, but to hear them talk about it also on the show, that this was by far the hardest wall that anybody had partaken in. And obviously David didn't get to do the wall last year. Nicole is gone, so she can't. she's not there to to compare last year. But Tyler played the year before in season 20 and he was saying that this was a lot harder than the wall in 20 yeah and he made it to final two so obviously he did do a lot of comps and stuff like that it makes you think if they really did like raise up the difficulty because they're considered all-stars right so um mainly um as sunday episodes can sometimes be we're already like way ahead on the feeds i know i've said this a few times but it's always good to set the stage if you're listening to this pod that we see the eviction thursday and the head of household at least starts like it did this time and then you know it finishes on sunday's episode but we know from watching the feeds on thursday night who the head of household is we know on friday who the nominees are saturday they play the veto we know what happens there and then monday is the veto ceremony and then they're set for the rest of the week till eviction on thursday so by the time that episode aired on sunday we had actually known 
we knew ahead because the way that uh, episode 17 ends is with Danny nominating David and Kevin. Yeah, so, and plus, you know, David, like, beforehand, okay, Dave, we're going we're gonna to talk about David a lot this episode, because David's been, he's a whole mess, like, this whole entire season, no, like, I feel like no matter how long he stays, like, it's just a mess, like, I can't, like, it's just, oh, God, anyway, okay, so, obviously, like, you, knowing that, like, he has the disruptor power and everything, like, he was, we'll get into it more, but, like, he was acting, like, shady beforehand, before he got put up, and then after, and yeah, anyway, let's just, that, I just want to, like, preview that a little bit, but that was just, oh, God. Yeah, and I figure, since, you know, we're at this point, we might as well jump all around, we can jump back from one episode to the next, and I figure we might as well get into it right now. We we know David has the disruptor power, it doesn't play out on Sunday's episode, but it did on Tuesdays, and it was interesting that it was a whole different ceremony. I'm surprised that you can't, like, I, you know, they always call you to the diary room, they tell you too, like, okay, yeah you know guys get ready to do the nominations and i assume like during that point they could have you know did some decoys called everybody to the diary room you know or at least half the house to throw it off but then you would ask the people that have powers in like a group you know well not in a group but like in order like does anybody want to use their powers any powers that thing so they could use they could do it just during the ceremony. That's why I was surprised that when we left Sunday's episode, the disruptor hadn't been used and we were just leaving with the idea that they were they were okay. And I guess the way it played out in real life was it was only like an hour or something after the nominations. Yeah. And then whatever, the voice comes on and it, we have uh, Enzo to thank that uh, it, uh, we knew how it sounded already, that it was like a voice because he kept saying disruptor the disruptor yeah it was funny because um it's kind of it sounds basically like a witch i guess like that's probably the best way to describe it very like old witchy type of tone um but yeah no it it was a little freaky like obviously it's someone on the staff like recording it so it's cool that they're able to like throw their like thing on there um but yeah, no, the, obviously, like, we knew the disruptor power was gonna get used and stuff like that. It was, I guess for me, like, it made more sense that they were two separate ceremonies, considering, like, how they could have a little bit of, like, thought about, like, oh, if someone used it, then you get, like, footage of, like, the people's, like, thoughts if it's gonna be, like, used or not. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of my favorite parts of seeing it actually used because you have the Danny and Nicole laying on her bed in the head of household room and I think Memphis and Christmas were in the rest of the bathroom area and the when it goes off like the disruptor power has been unleashed and then Danny immediately like hops up out of her bed and she's like what am I gonna do what do I do? What do I do? And it's like, wow, you know? Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that, because that exact part, I overheard um, Nicole talking, not Nicole, Danny talking to Cody about how um, when it was officially used and the sound, like the overhead came on about it being used, um, Danny and Nicole were in 
the HOH room in her bed lying down and they like they give each other a look and then they like sat up together and she and Danny was like oh yeah that's gonna be our gif and I'm like I kind of doubt it but it looks cool for TV yeah and it's funny because it worked that's what ended up happening so um Obviously, we know David uses the power, and we had already heard how this plays out, but it's just so weird to actually see it because he thinks that he's like being like this like master of the game and a master of emotions and this actor and everything like that. And it's like immediately before it even starts, he's like already crying. And then when they're like when his image disappears as the as a nominee, he's like man and he's like and everybody's like hey whoa yeah congratulations and he's acting all sad and they're like it cuts to the the talking heads and they're like okay yeah this is completely fishy he's like frustrated Uh about being saved yeah i know okay just god personally it was just so like annoying to watch because i was already annoyed like just hearing about it and like i don't know like I'm kind of just, like, fed up at this point. I'm like, God, like, why is it just so bad? Like, ooh, okay, so, um, the thing I wanted to mention was after he took himself off and he's, like, mad or whatever, fake mad, like, the weird acting, if you call that acting, um, Memphis is, like, because he's because he's like acting mad or whatever memphis is like i don't know what you're doing like i'd be like celebrating on top of the table and everyone's like calling him out on his bs and it's just like i don't get it like that's that's what makes you more of a target and we've said this before but it's just like how do you not like how does that not get to your head like i get that you're stuck in this house and everything but seriously like how do you think like this is a good idea that people be like oh yeah like like who's gonna fess up to like oh i totally like took you off the like block or whatever like no like you did that shit yourself like own up to it be proud of it brag about it like people are gonna like oh like he's bragging about using his power like like, no like annoying i'm sorry i just need to like vent about that because that's just like oh god well and i know even more annoying for you we can't leave the subject without talking about afterwards and it became like the funniest part about it because we already knew it happened but then to see it with the talking heads is he kept going up to people and i have to describe this because obviously this is an audio format so you can't see what i'm doing but he like sizes up and kind of like crouches lower and like looks people in their eyes and while shifting around and then gets as close to them as possible and is like did 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 you save me did did you save me and they cut to like cody in the diary room and he's doing an impression of him and it's the funniest thing i was laughing so much because he's like did 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 you save me was was it you did you save me wide eyes and stuff like obviously cody's like like this like this guy is like totally like faking it and stuff like that like yeah. i don't like cody is like he literally okay so after david like con- like fake confronted him or whatever like oh like did you save me or whatever cody like laughs at him he literally laughs yeah. put this arm around him and I'm, and he's like bro what are you doing and david like doesn't give up the act and he's so, and cody's just like i don't know how you guys play this game he says to him and yeah like, what are you doing and cody like because he's like walking away at that point and then he comes back and he's like wait what did you say 
Like, um, okay, and this is just me, not Cody, but, like, I'm sorry, but, like, are we not on the same season? Like, are we not playing this game? Like... Yeah. What? Like, what does that even mean? What are you talking about? What do you like, mean you don't know how this game is played? Like, I know you play dumb a lot, but, oh, my God, honey, like... Yeah. I I use I used to like defend David a lot and yeah sure I'm I'm like I'm sure that he's like a fine guy in real life but as a game player it's just not going great for him honestly like <laughs> yeah so the funny thing too is we're just seeing as it plays it out in the background when disruptor gets used the funny thing is Nicole's still in her sloppies uh, outfit and to see your head sunk so way back in the outfit was so funny to see and yeah obviously they had to get right there and Danny really did get put on the spot I know as far as the state of the house she actually really does regret her action but I think she really did get caught up in the moment and it was crazy because she had literally just had a meeting with Tyler in between the nomination ceremony and the disruptor about like I won't put you up until it the only the committee is left the final six yeah. and then as soon as the disruptor is like used and she's like put in that position she immediately nominates Tyler and it's like that's so crazy like we might as well just say it now eventually uh, and we know this that uh, Ian gets put up on the block and he does get to play in the veto but it would have almost been better to put up there that way he had like a fire under him to actually need to win the veto so yeah okay so that's like a whole thing in itself too um i am super excited to talk about day and everything with these up ep- with this episode well episodes but um yeah i know that whole thing was crazy like and okay one of the things that i want to bring up was the idea of how Danny is like <clears throat> she isn't like liking your HOH at all. Like for most people, it's like oh yeah, it can like it can be like good and bad and stuff like that. But she's like, I like literally hate this. Like my room is like always busy. It's like yeah. the busiest <laughs> busiest it's ever been all season. Like everyone's always visiting me. Like yeah. I never get like alone time. And that's what actually she wants. She talked about being like yeah at home. And, like, liking to have, like, alone time to herself. So she was actually looking forward to that and then does enjoy that. But it has been the most busy, like you said. Yeah. So there's that. And then um, this is, like, the most, like, people. She, like, she's had, it's like she jokes, like, oh, I put half the people. Like, I put half of the house up, basically. Because we're, like, at that point where, you know, it's like, how many people left? Eleven. I can't do math. So- there's, there's was 16, six, so we're down. This is 11 six, in the house. 11 she's gone. head of household. Yeah. And then um, she puts up David and Kevin, and then David comes off, so she puts up Tyler, and then Kevin comes off, and she puts up Ian. So. Yeah. So, yeah, with 11 people in her as head of household, yeah, there's 10 she people, and she put four. up four of them. Yeah. There we go. We broke it down for you. There we go. <laughs> Okay, um, but yeah, so that's just, that's kind of a whole mess for her. Honestly, though, I don't think it's that bad. Like, I think she's, I think she's, like, droning on it about it too much. Like, putting too much pressure on the idea of, like, oh, I put all these people up and now they hate me. Like, no, honestly, I think, I think in a way, considering how many people she's canceled out, I think it's, like, 
I mean, I got, I got ahead of my train of thought there, sorry. Considering how many people she's put up, what I meant to say was that I think it kind of cancels each other out. Like, it does, oh, like, it, does. it doesn't matter that much. Like, powers are, powers are being used. Like, this is the most, like, crazy it's been all season. Yeah. yeah. And just real quick, I have a question. Do you remember a time where someone has to put up this many people? Like, one HOH? Because this is a lot. Four. Yeah, yeah. The biggest and most bold was when, um, and I know actually, like, it was awesome and it kind of, like, it saved that season as far as, like, the one side was, like, steamrolling. And this, like, turned the tide and then it led to uh, Jesse leaving and Shima self-evicting, basically. But in that season, when Jeff got the power of coup d'etat, he basically hijacked Shima's head of household. She got, he got to remove both nominees and put up two. So, but that wasn't like Chima putting two new people up. So, but that's what comes to mind. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But yeah, I know this is interesting. Like she really is like the first person, I guess, to do that as far as we can remember. Yeah, I'm sure there it has been because all it takes is two people up, a power used, one comes down. It also, now that I'm thinking about it, Cody Starecrow wanted to put up Paul and the power that saved him for like four evictions or something was enacted. But oh, yeah. Still, that I that don't was... know if a veto was one there. Yeah. And then the person, one person that was nominated, like self evicted. That was like a mess. Yeah. On the first week, because Starecrow was the first head of household that season. So. Right. 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 Yeah. Crazy times. Yeah. So getting back to the current season. Um, Let's talk. I want to talk about Kevin real quick. Yeah. Okay. Kevin's game. I feel like Kevin is like a really cool person, and the way that he's being perceived in these episodes makes me very intrigued because I've heard um, a couple of people, specifically Danny, Cody, and Nicole. Yeah. Which is obviously, you know, they're on one side of the house, so it's like, right. it's kind of one opinion sure, sure. being tossed around. But it's this idea that he's kind of manipulative in a way, of where he's talked to multiple different house guests, um, Davon, Ian, and I think someone else, I can't remember. I think it might have been Nicole, maybe, I don't know. But definitely, um, definitely Davon and Ian. And he was telling them, like... <laughs> Sorry, it was just a funny moment in the episode. Um, he, Kevin was basically telling them, like, like, oh, like, if, like, you don't, like, vote for me or whatever, like, I'm gonna be, like, a sour juror or whatever, like, or, like, we're not friends, you know, like, just, like, not being, like, like, basically the way Danny says it was the way I just said it, like, oh, like, he's being, like, a sour person and a sour, like, juror, like, that's not how you should, like, play this game, like, and that, and, like, she was, at that point, I believe this was when Danny was trying to get Day not to use the veto, so her game won't get messed up more, so there was an angle for her, but considering that viewpoint, um, it is interesting that, you know, Kevin, like, would say that and kind of be, like, you know, you know what I'm, you know Yeah, I, I do. And the, the thing there, which I heard Danny say, is like, it. he almost cancels himself out because no matter when he goes, who would he, 
like, oh, if you didn't do this for me, I'm not going to vote for you. Where you're going to have to choose somebody in the end. It's going to be two. So, like, that the vote doesn't actually matter. Right. You know? So, like, imagine if, like, okay, I sadly don't think this is going to happen. But, like, okay, cool, cool, cool scenario. Let's imagine that Day and Ian are the final two. That'd be hella cool. That is going to happen, but yeah. Um... And, like, he's, like, sour towards both of them. Well, you're going to have to vote for someone. Like, like Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. Even if the final two is Ian and Nicole, who yeah. are his biggest rivals, exactly. who he wants to put up, he's going to have to pick one. Yeah, and the fact of um, just that idea of, like, okay, yeah, he may say that, but, like, that's he's just thinking, like, oh, like, long term like if he gets to that point you know and that's just like i don't know i don't like i don't vibe with that i don't think it's very cool yeah his path to the end is very difficult it's almost impossible because at this point the numbers are so small and his side isn't even solid so let's say it's kevin davon and david the problem there is David is such a rogue player. He doesn't see any of this and thinks he wants to save Tyler and he wants to work with Tyler, but Tyler's already got this other group and it's like, uh, it's, it's, it's almost a little frustrating. I know I floated an idea of like, oh, it'd be so cool if like Tyler in all likelihood will stay over Ian this week. And it'd be cool if he, for some reason, like was like, man, this, that side of the house, like I'm clearly not valued there let me join up with davon and david and kevin let that be the squad i'd love for him to do that i could see him doing it though i don't think he will i don't think it's likely i could see him doing it but i don't think he will i could see it but i don't think it's gonna happen um yeah so i think that yeah no the you know, you were going to talk about the... We, we got to talk about Day and the veto. That's really important. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, Devon, who's only... Well, not only. She's starred in three seasons of the show now. Never won uh, one competition yet. Not a veto, not a head of household, nothing, which is crazy considering how I, you know iconic of a player she is. She went home before jury her first time playing, and she was in jury her second time playing. Uh, her path doesn't look, you know, all that bright this time, but yet at the same time, she's made it to jury once again. And, uh, you know, this time she did get the competition win, the the veto she won. And it, it was cool. You might be like, oh, I, let me get like the big one. But it's actually one of a kind cool. Yeah. Like she gets a small one and we'll talk about the competition. But Yeah, it's very unique. And I think it's, I think, it, you know, it's very cool for her. You know, it's her third time. She really does love the show. Yeah, and it's her, it's her yeah. first one. And so I think that's very fitting. And it was very, um, it was very rewarding and nice to see. But yeah, the comp is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get into the comp, though, just wanted to finish t- touching on um, Kevin. One thing we caught on the live feeds was Danny talking about how she thinks that the committee is, like, hated. Like, we're hated as players. People don't like us. Like, I always go for the underdog, and, like, 
the people that like steamroll through the house i hate that so i already hate us yeah and stuff like that and she's like um breaking down and she's like well then who are the underdogs who do they like and it's like davon and kevin she's like well do they do they really like kevin and the interesting thing as far as the show is presented like since we're covering the live feeds we know all the angles and all the thoughts of people have but as far as the show's presenting the them as characters they're really building up kevin as a character they have him on all kinds of the advertisements they use him you know for online clips and everything like that and he really is a personality and she says oh i don't know how he is in the diary room well that's actually one of the places he shines when he talks you know he'll throw out like a catchphrase or uh, the one thing that I latched on, I think it was it was either episode one or episode two, but he was talking about uh, being a have-not. And he was like, uh, have-not, have-no. Yeah, and it's great how you made that one of your catchphrases. I love it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, but yeah, it's, it's interesting that she's caught on to the fact that the committee is yeah. disliked. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and they hate memphis and christmas they're the villains this season it was funny to hear daddy say that yeah no it's kind of cool too because like i feel like most of the time like you like maybe inside the house like you don't recognize like what america like is thinking or viewing but that's very like that's very intuitive and like knowing that like you have this big group just like eh, like no like america likes different stuff they like you know, like you said, like the underdog and like the person, not like this big old group where they're like taking yeah, out everyone yeah. and winning every HOH and making it their way. But yeah. Right. So um, there was another interesting kind of in connection to that as far as like a live feed clip goes, which, by the way, uh, scenarios two. I don't know if I ever mentioned on the show, but they went away. Their account got deleted or something. Yeah, you did mention and now they're back as scenarios three for now so you can see a bunch of the live feed clips on youtube if you search the user scenarios three so you should add that in the details of the episode so people know (laughs) sure sure good idea um credit (laughs) give credit (laughs) yeah yeah no it's cool because obviously it's fun to check in on the feeds but you can't see everything and even when it is on sometimes they constantly go to the star field or the guests are taping something and it's like well i'm checking in but i'm not gonna leave it on stars forever waiting like i usually my kind of like in my head rule is if the song plays a full times twice and they haven't come back then i'm like okay like this could be more than just a normal stop you know yeah i know i get it me too Right. So, yeah, it's since it's uh, we're seeing it right now on the TV, I want to talk about the uh, veto competition, the one that Davon won. Very cool one for her to win. Uh, I can't remember them doing something like this before it's, if they it's had. Definitely, it's definitely unique. I've, I don't remember any comp ever being like that. It's so cool. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's very different. And I love the whole presentation of the whole thing because uh, Nicole acted as the host of it and she came out in a lab coat and they gave her this whole big ray gun like big old prop they had her roll out and then she had all the people that were gonna compete in the head of household she like 
or sorry, the veto. They went, uh, she went to like pretend like she's going to uh, zap, them. zap them, and instead she like made them huge. So the little micro brews are super tiny. They are micro brews. Yeah. It's really cute, too, because, like, there's, yeah, like you said, like, the whole presentation of it, like, she, like, zaps them, and, you know, like, everyone on the couch and stuff like that who's not playing, like, it's like, oh, my God, like, I think Cody's like, wait, where'd they go? <laughs> like, I yeah, think that's, yeah, I that's think it's fun. cute that they yeah. did that, you know, like, adding to the show, adding to the effect of it, like, oh, my God, like, they disappeared, where'd they go? Like, it's great. Um, And, okay, really unique, too. I know they've done this in the past, but not very often. You, They actually, the people not playing get to watch the others compete on the TV in the living room. Yeah, and it was so cool because they were, obviously they were into it. I mean, like, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Like, how? why would you not be into it? This is, like, competitions are what you're here for and what you base your week around. So why wouldn't you be excited into it and watching? But they're not even just sitting down. They're all standing up, like, as close as they can get yeah. to the TV and kind of, you know, cheering and doing commentary on every single moment and every time. So, basically, the challenge is stacking up mini cans. And They're it's like one, two, tight. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's uh, 13. Yeah. Or, no, it's either 13 or 15 cans so you stack five then four then three then two then one that's how it goes oh, okay okay you got it yeah so and they're 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 like the micro beers cans whatever they're incredibly tiny um i want to say they're about the size of a fingernail if not yeah, about probably the size of, of a fingernail i'm looking at my fingernail and i'm like guessing it's probably like that and then they have a um big not like your average tweezers but even like big like big tweezers which is super interesting so you have big tweezers that you're holding on to with little tiny micro cans that you have to stack and oh my god while i was watching this i couldn't help but think oh my god if i was like playing this comp i always think about that like whenever i watch a comp i'm like how would i do <laughs> like um if I was playing this comp, I'd be like, oh my god, like, you'd literally see, like, my hands, like, shake, and, like, all my facial expressions would be, like, zoomed in, and, ah, like, it wouldn't look cute. Um, but yeah, do you want to talk more about it? Yeah, no, uh, really awesome comp, and, like, like, if it was little, tiny, mini, um, pincers, uh, tweezers, <laughs> whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah, if they were little tiny ones, it'd actually be easier. That's the challenge of it. They're these huge tweezers. Yeah. So it's like really impossible. And it's crazy how close so many people get. Tyler, Kevin, Danny, they look like they're getting close to their final one. Even Devon, before she gets it, she gets almost to the top and then has it has it go over. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing too. I feel like they they um, have a series of comps where you know like it's designed for you not to get it in one go. And this is definitely one of those ones they pr where they probably have to do like multiple times, like over and over, because the chances of you getting it one go are like point one because of how sensitive they are and you have to get a feel for how close the cans have to be how you have to stack them like and it's just like super difficult and every you can see everyone's hands shaking and the pressure's on and um 
you should talk about that really funny moment that you like. Yeah, it was almost unbelievable because Tyler was very close. I think he he either had I can't remember it was it, either way he was final three or maybe even the final one, and he's like, "Let me center myself," <laughs> and he goes, <sighs> and he blows the, all the cans over. He blows them over, and I was like, oh, my God. The like on his face is so priceless. It's like, it's just one of those moments in your, in your life where you're like, I done screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Can't he do anything about it. Yeah, he was mo- maybe moments away from winning and instead blew it all away. I'm just like, cancel me now. I'm done. I'm walking out. Like, where's the exit? Like, oh, God. Okay, so, um... Yeah, everyone's trying pretty hard. I I, I wish, like, Ian would have known because I like seeing him play this game and knowing that he, unfortunately, goes up through Danny. Like, he had this chance to fight and, you know, he was... Everyone's trying really hard, but, like, who knows? Like, it could have propelled him even more. I think the reason why day one was because she was in such a good mindset. She had um, positivity in her and she didn't let anything phase her. Anytime something... Anytime one of the cans fell or if they all fell, she'd just be like okay let's do it again like she didn't get frustrated she was in a great mindset so yeah Yeah. congrats day yeah and the thing is too um the um i got lost in the the thought of the veto the thing is too i heard people talking after the fact multiple people uh i know memphis was one of them um I know it was talked about around the house that like you take these wins and you can actually spin them forward. It was, it was definitely committee people talking because they're like talking about the idea of like the danger of them, that side basically, which is so small. It's, it's, it's basically Kevin and Dave on by themselves on an Island. And then you have like the rogue David who you can't even truly count as one of their numbers. They're not going to, like, he's not always going to vote their way and everything like that that they want. Like, even this week, like, it was just assumed by the rest of the house that David and Kevin and Davon were going to save Ian. So they were kind of counting the votes that way. And then it comes out uh, over last night that, that, no, David is, is, is wanting to play with Tyler and he's going to vote to save him. And he's just, like, so rogue. Yeah. Um, and I know that Tyler, like, said that he wanted to work with David, especially since he did try and win that one veto back when David was up before. But you got to think, since everything has happened with Davon and Bailey and that whole mess of... Well, not mess, but, like, him wanting to basically self-evict due to respect for them and then having to basically reform his game. You gotta think that he's gonna want to stay with the other side of the house that, like, has him, like, locked in. Right, right. So, eh, it's a little bit of a mess and most likely uh, we're headed towards all committee all the time but they're gonna have to take themselves out there's just no way around it and i've seen some of that going on already who people think they see as like final three i know memphis has got some weird plan where there's like two layers of it with um i don't know who he's more real with 
Enzo or Christmas, but I've heard this where he's like talking about like, he's like, we got to wait at least to this next household. Uh, it'd be actually better if we waited two uh, more evictions to enact this plan. But he was saying that like, and he's saying the same thing basically to Christmas and Enzo. So it seemed like he was like playing both of them, but saying like that they were the number ones that they needed to get another person, pick somebody else. What do you mean? And uh, I'll, I'll make two different, like, final threes. So it's funny, That's like, Memphis is already... Crazy. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, he wants to make two different final threes. So that's where I think, like, it's hard to say who he's more real oh, with. But... I see what he's trying to do. He's trying to... All right, back again. Uh, got cut off mid-thought there, but uh, we're back at it. Probably not much longer this episode. We had covered the veto, but uh, yeah, let's get back into it. Yeah, so I'm trying to remember where my thought was. I think it was about... It was about Memphis and all that, right? Oh, yeah, no, Memphis's multiple angles. He's foreseeing, like, almost a foolproof, I guess, in his mind, way to the final two by... He told both Christmas and Enzo, I, I heard in different conversations, where he was, like, setting up, like, we need... In, like, two weeks, we bring one more person in, set up an alliance with them, and then grab another person and set up a, the same alliance. We'll call it the same thing and everything with both people, but though that person doesn't know about the final three. So it, it's interesting because I saw him pitch this to both Enzo and Christmas, and I don't know why it felt like he was more serious about the Christmas one, the part of it. Like he was actually just setting up Enzo like to be one of these pieces oh, okay. these these final four pieces that would get them to the final two right yeah no i guess i guess it kind of makes sense like in terms of his gameplay because i do see him in christmas talking a lot especially outside and stuff like that i don't know they like bond and stuff like that um yeah i know but i i was i get what he's trying to do but also i feel like no, actually, I was going to say it could screw him over, but this jury, this jury doesn't seem like that type of jury, so. Well, actually, that's another thing they were talking about. As far as the committee goes, the committee now controls the jury vote. So yeah. if it, it'll only be tough for them if truly two committee members end up in the final two. And they were saying, okay, like, this isn't going to happen, they said. But what if it's like uh, Nicole and Kevin? In the final two, we got Nicole. Well, the committee is in control of the jury house, you know? Yeah, that's so. crazy. Yeah, Danny was going through all the scenarios. Oh, yeah, the, she had uh, beans or something? Yeah, that's one of the things she was talking about was the idea of um, how the votes would work out and stuff like that. And it's crazy. Like, her and Yeah, Katie. she says they basically have it all pretty much wrapped up for the most part. Mm. Basically... They're, they're good to go at this point, what they've done and how they've progressed. So 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of it plays out because obviously we're still waiting for that double eviction. Who knows? It could be a two-hour triple. Uh, that would be very interesting, especially to spice it up for this all-star season. And I, it could help them like, move through it. I know they've been asking around the house for an end date and everybody's assuming near the end of October. Yeah, especially since how short the season is looking like it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So, a um, couple more notes around the house before we finish up here. Um, obviously, as we've hinted about it, that uh, Davon actually did make a misstep in telling Danny, she, if I win, I'm not going to use it. And then she wins and then immediately is like, I think I'm going to use it to save Kevin. Like, I won the power, I want to use it. And it's like... It, it was one of those things like she had obviously never won before and so she never knew like oh this is cool like i i have it i want to use it like why would i win this and not use it like especially for her first one so even as a vet of the game it was something different to her and she felt like how could she not yeah. that and i i broke this down before but uh it might have been off wax so i definitely want to mention it here she would have been it would have been so silly for her not to use it from her point of view. All the opinions we're hearing in the house is like, oh, it's going to ruin her game. That's terrible for her. No, it would be terrible if she didn't save him because he that's like her literally only remaining ally. Like Danny and Nicole like think well of her and they would have continued, but they wouldn't have been able to protect her no. from the rest of their group. Yeah, no. And you have to realize that like you can say like, oh, like I don't want you to use it. And they'll like. I got you and stuff like that, but no, like, you're so loyal, so loyal to this one group. Like, she was always going to be competition for you. Yeah, and it's like they act like, oh, well, now she's definitely, her and Kevin definitely got to go up next week. Even like, if it she wasn't hadn't, like that before. It was, like, that was what it was going to be anyways. Yeah. So, well, unless, most likely, obviously, Kevin would have gone this week. And then, okay, maybe... She buys herself a week, but she does anyway, because most likely they they're all seem to want Kevin to go next. So in the end, this gives her a fighting chance at least. She's got two chances now to win How to Head of Household. They've got two chances to win the veto to save each other, you know, yeah. or at least one of them. Right. Uh, if they're both up, the one of them is gone for sure, because that's just the state of the house and the state of the votes. There's no swinging votes at this point. So, yeah. Uh, another thing from the live feeds, and this kind of ties into earlier what we were saying about Danny saying, like, oh, yeah, people hate us. There's a clip we caught where Cody's talking about, like, Instagram followers. And then it comes up. He's like, oh, but Nicole has, like, double the amount I have, and she actually does drop the comment of, like, not anymore, and that might be true. <laughs> yeah, especially with everything that happened, like, her whole controversy and stuff like that. Yeah, and I don't know if we talked about it on the show, so we don't even need to get real deep into it because it's 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 been floating around everywhere. If you, you know want to hear more about it, it'd be easy to find because a lot of people are talking about it, but it basically boils down to the fact that we haven't talked about it on the show that... Uh, the whole like group of committee basically led by Memphis was like uh, kind of bullying and making fun of him, talking about how how annoying the rocking was and like how, you know, they want to, you know, take him out for that and stuff. And 
Yeah. It was just bad. And you know Nicole feels bad. And since then, I think we did talk about this on the pod because we talked about her losing uh, sponsorships like Oil of LA and all these sponsorships, all these things she had as a uh, influencer. She's lost these yeah. now. And she probably doesn't even realize that now. She may even want to leave because of it, which is obviously they wouldn't tell her either way. But uh, definitely not if she knew that they were going to leave. And I was going to say an off wax, like, you know, she'll be mad about it. But that's the kind of thing you can make your way back. You can redeem yourself. But she's obviously been struggling with the guilt like all week. And the crazy thing is, for weeks now, she knew this was a possibility. She's always worried about them throwing his name out. Like, they never really wanted to protect him. And she's she's uh, pitched to Danny. She's like, Ian's so much, like, better of a player for our game. And Danny's like, I agree with you. I agree with you. But the rest of the committee does not. And we need their protection more than he can. He hasn't won anything this year. And if we stick our necks out for him right now, like, it's going to kill us going forward. And she pitched to her, like, the reality of the situation. Like, you need to game as hard as you can. This sucks and I hate this, but, like on a strictly, strictly game level, which is almost impossible to do. Everybody says that, but how can emotion not play a part? If you are really only talking game, then yeah, it is the move. Yeah, no, and that's just really tough. I can can tell, especially by this current um, episode, the episode from last night, um, that Nicole, like, like, knew it was going to be a possibility, and especially after everything that happened, and, you know, them probably getting told about, like... Oh, they, like, they were. I yeah. Positive. Them, um, production telling, telling them, like, hey, so, you know, literally, like, making fun of people and being a jack a isn't cool like what the hell so they like probably talked about them about it and you can tell like nicole like has that guilt like in her mind about like one like the gameplay but also like on a personal level um because she's been she's been crying about it a lot um and it's kind of been like tearing her up and stuff like that obviously you know like um when he got put up and, you know, she had, like, warning beforehand, and Danny was like, hey, so, like, I'm obviously probably gonna have to do this. Um, Nicole was feeling, like, terrible about it, and, and immediately when he got put up, she put on her sunglasses, and after she, like, hugged Ian, and she went outside, and I think she, like, went towards the back and everything, it was just gonna be, like, be hella sad. So, um, and I know earlier, before he, before the, um, renomination ceremony um i know that she was outside i think it might have been life feeds or something like that i can't remember but she was like she's like talking to herself and she's like i don't get like why this has to happen like danny's just like doing this for her game like she could she could put someone else up and that's so interesting like i get it because obviously like you know she like wants to protect ian or whatever but that's just like I felt it was very, like, personal, kind of, like, I don't want to say selfish, but, like, everyone's always out for themselves. Everyone's always, yeah, everyone's always out for themselves, and I think one of the things she's saying, even right there, is the only options, based on everybody that was off the table, based on 
who's not committee, if you're talking about committee, that six-person group, it was only Ian and Enzo. And she's taking offense to this idea that you put up Ian, the person that's closer to me, and not Enzo, the person that's close to Cody. Like, why did you choose that? Like, how does that, like, help us, help me? Like, you're exposing me so much, like... I'm not now the only like previous winner. Like this hurts me so much more than it would hurt anybody else than like losing Enzo would hurt uh Cody. Yeah, no, that's definitely a good point, especially since the fact that you know her and Ian are both winners and in a way Ian was kind of like a shield for her. Um and you know the factor of, you know, he is probably going to go sadly. Um you know, she's definitely more exposed and it's probable you know that it's going to be a lot tougher for her to make it to the end because of that um i don't know if cody's still down for his thing considering how exposed it got like i don't i don't think it really matters at this point but i'm curious to see if like that's still a thing for them um i wonder if that'll get talked about at some point but um going back to ian real quick at the end of the episode it's like the last thing that they show is him in the diary room after getting put up and he's so mad and it's really it's honestly really sad to see because he's like i don't know i think in a way that he kind of saw it coming but still like you know it like makes you mad and that was like real emotion for him yeah, I think the biggest thing there is because he's had a conversation now with Kevin of which he's like all over the place with. He was like with him and listening to him. And you remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how he was laying it out and he figured out the structure yeah. of the alliances and the layers and the thing. Game, and how the game would go. Yeah, and yeah. the whole wall yeller issue. Uh, he had that all figured out. And then they like re... like like brought him in and calmed him down and and kevin's asking him like well what happened with that like you seemed like you were onto them and you just let it go and he's like yeah i did but now he's even like more mad at kevin since he seems to be like unwilling to uh like give his vote because that's the thing now in the house like everybody assumed that it was going to, for some reason, that they needed to, like, make this, like, a blind side. And they needed, uh, it, they needed it to be, like, uh, five to three. And the three they thought was going to be the Kevin, David, and Davon. And so it was going to, like, do a blind side, like, that way. And then Nicole wanted to claim, like, David's vote or something. But now, the way the votes are going, they're talking about... Like it, it would it would be like unanimous now at this point. She they've like figured out because of like the way they're voting and they want to like the committee thinks that they're trying to like use that as like a point for some reason, like almost like towards Ian, like look, like not one person voted for you. So I think that uh, Nicole was looking to like explain to people like I do need to like throw him this vote like to you know show him like this and that and like uh you should anyway I get like being true to your alliance but they kept they were saying early on like you can't do that because if you do then it goes 4-4 four, four, and then Danny has to break it and that'll be terrible for her and you don't want to do that to her and that'll be just even worse 
than the blindside aspect of it, but one of the last things we caught on the feeds today, it's it's been down this evening, says they were doing something exciting, I don't know, but one of the, the last things we caught was uh, Nicole trying to make herself feel better, I mean, yes, you know, everybody's got to take care of themselves, and she's honestly just out to make herself feel better about the situation, and she's saying, like, if like Memphis already told uh, Ian that uh, he's voting for uh, Tyler. Like Memphis is already like locked in, told Ian what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And um, now Nicole's talking to Enzo and Christmas telling like them like, will you like tell him for me? Like, the way you're voting, so, like, it's clear, like, he doesn't have it. So he, like, no... Tell Ian. She wants them to tell them that he they're voting for Tyler so he doesn't have the votes and stuff like that. Like... But I don't know, because he's only actually been counting on... Um, he, he, he thinks he has a solid Nicole and Cody... And he he needs the two more to tie, and he's hoping for Davon and Kevin is was the four, and then Danny breaks the tie, which she said she wouldn't his favor. But it's it's just made for like this like it should be any way you get around it, unless they were able to flat out just tell him this tonight and like let it get them all prepared. But it should it might be. an unpleasant, like, uh, emotional type eviction, you know, especially considering it's the first of the jury. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you're right about that. Um, I think it, you know, if Tyler surprisingly does end up going, I think it'll be, like, less so. But if Ian does, I think there'll definitely be something there. Yeah, and I just don't see, it doesn't seem to be there. Uh, there's too many people locked in on the Tyler side between... Memphis, Christmas, and Enzo, and those people have, like, sway over the that other group, and that Cody, Nicole, Danny, um, like, part of the house, yeah. they don't want to disappoint those three people I just named. Right, yeah, no, that, that does make sense. Yeah. Um, one thing to note off of the live feeds is a conversation between Cody and Danny where he's telling her she needs to use her power so she can play again tomorrow and she's like no I don't want to do that and he's like you have to because we need your number to to, yeah and it's like why wouldn't you like I guess she doesn't want I don't want to show that I won something and didn't tell people about it, but it's like, also, use it. Yeah, I know. The point of power is just to use them. But also, like, Danny said with Nicole, like, Danny doesn't actually like playing, like, the heart. Like, I don't know, like, she, they, she knows she's not that good, even though she won. So that, that may be saying something, obviously. But, like, in the past, she was like, I'm not that good at comps and stuff like that. Like, which is funny because she's like she's like a track record when she was young and stuff like that with her dad and then you know she kind of screwed up in her second season but you know and then she she came back and eventually won this head of household so I think she's kind of selling herself a little bit short but I mean I I kind of get her attitude yeah yeah exactly um another 
live feed highlight uh, Kevin Danny talk. I actually caught this myself on the feeds when it went down. And he was just checking in to make sure he's like, you still want uh, Ian to stay, right? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, but it's just so weird. He's like, he's trying to be like, I don't understand. Like, you obviously it's all he's like you know it's obvious you know you have people with you like if that's what you want like why does this seem like it's so up in the air you know yeah no i i get that that's that's very weird yeah so uh it looks like i said we're headed for uh ian being the first member of the jury i know he didn't want it and there's been a few things said about how like how bad that is and you know how he'll be alone and stuff like that and how that's not good um i think this is the the this next week is the last week that powers can be used maybe so i guess technically they could do a double eviction a week from this thursday but i don't know so they might be able to send him a couple of people uh in the the next week Right, yeah, I guess we'll have to see. That'll be crazy if that happens. But yeah, um, it it definitely is sad. Like, it seems like it is kind of leaning that way as of right now. But yeah, if he really does end up, end up being, like, the first member of the jury alone, like, I don't know, like, I feel like people take that differently, and I feel like for him it'll be sad. Yeah, and I know in the past they've showed the jury house, and there's plenty of, like, production people and stuff like that, but obviously with the uh, virus this year, I think things will be a lot different. We were talking about the other day how it might just be, like, security guards and how close will they even be. Probably will be, like, a six-feet thing, and they'll probably be masked up and everything like that. Yeah. And who knows, like, like, are the security guards, do they live in this place too i would imagine they'd have to that's the job because like having them go out into the world like they risk bringing into the house right so i imagine they have to stay too right yeah it's probably like an on-site type of job right so uh on that note i think we're just about ready to wrap up this episode unless you got any other things you can think of Mm, no i think that's it for me all right, then we'll be back tomorrow, or depending on you hear this, it might be today. Um, who knows? But yes, uh, thanks for listening, and make sure you check out all the East Society podcasts. We're having so much fun doing these. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. And uh, on that note, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk all about. Uh, the eviction how that goes down it'll be uh, julie's first interview with a jury member so i imagine it'll be different uh, her her interviews have been able to be so candid she's able to talk about all the house she won't be able to do that this time so it'll be interesting to see if it'll fall back into like a more traditional jury julie eviction type thing i imagine it will be but uh, that'll be fun to see and the new head of household one of the things they're talking about is uh, everybody's guessing it's gonna be questions so it should be uh, head of household before the end of the episode yeah and that'll be exciting to see yeah uh hopefully uh kevin or davon uh shake things up otherwise we know where it's going both of them are going on the block so on that note ready to get out of here yep let's do it till next time have fun be safe and we'll see you next time you society